I'm Maria Purissima. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So we have a first-class relic of St. Andrew. It's actually a relic of St. Thomas the Apostle and St. Andrew the Apostle. So after uh, our Thanksgiving, we'll give everybody a blessing with those relics. St. Andrew the first called, first apostle to follow our Lord. He was a, a fisherman, of course, like his brother Peter, and he was a follower of St. John the Baptist. And when St. John the Baptist pointed out the Lamb of God, uh, St. Andrew spent the rest of the day with him, and St. Augustine says also that night. So he went right after him, and the next day he told St. Peter, I found the Lord. And so he called his brother Peter to come follow the Lord as well. After uh, the ascension of our Lord into heaven, St. Andrew went out and preached in Asian and European Scythia, which the, the ancients, uh, ancient word for what we now call the Asian and European parts of Russia. So he went up into there, and the Russian traditions, he got as close as the borders of Poland. So he, he preached all over that whole part of the country, and then the areas which are now Turkey, and then down into Greece, and in Patras uh, in Greece is where he was hauled in before the, the prefect, and Ajaeus, and Ajaeus ordered him to quit preaching and sacrifice to the, you know, to the, to the idols, the typical pagan thing to make sure you're gonna be loyal to the Roman Empire. And Andrew says, I sacrifice every day an immaculate lamb uh, that uh, the people who attend my sacrifice receive, and he's living. And anyway, this got Ajaeus really mad. He ordered him to do it. St. Andrew wouldn't do things. He had him jailed for a while, and the people, were in a rage and they were going to break him out of the jail, but he actually begged them not to because he didn't want to get cheated of his martyrdom. And so they took him out and they had the St. Andrew's cross, which looks like a big X sitting up there these to be crucified on. And he's almost running with joy towards it, talking about this cross that he loves and how long he's been waiting for it and that, that, that it'll bring him to his master. And he got, uh, he was hung on that cross for two days, preaching Christ the whole time before he died. So he's martyred there. His relics uh, later on were moved to Constantinople from, from, from that point. And then from Constantinople during the, during the, after the crusade, I can't remember which one it was, the fourth, whichever one where the French went to Constantinople and sacked it instead of going to the, after the Turks and took over. Uh, his relics were taken to Amalfi in Italy. Now, uh, I, I made a pilgrimage there 10 years ago to see him and you've you got to go up the little steps into this town, to the cathedral, and he's down in the basement. And there he is, and there's this, uh, like a crystal uh, bowl, or I, can't, I think it's crystal, maybe it was silver, I don't remember, but it's underneath where his relics are. And the reason for that is, is several times every year since ancient times, his relics weep this manna. A lot of times it looks like a, a kind of a, a, a powder, but uh, it also comes out, I guess, like an oil. So it'll go on January 28th every year, without exception, because that's when his relics will rediscovered. And then on this feast day, today, it generally does. And if it isn't, they say the creed, and then it starts coming out. And this has been going on. St. Gregory of Tours writes about it, you know, 1,500 years ago. So it's been going on everywhere they've moved him. Uh, so it's, it's an ongoing thing. And then that, that manna, I, I know, know of one case, well, one miracle of it, but I'm sure there's plenty of others. I just, I only know personally of one where a blind man was, was put a little on his eyes and he, and he received sight. It was one of the famous cases. But it's one of those miraculous things where this, his bones, his relics will weep this stuff on certain dates. And when it doesn't happen, they say the creed and then out it comes. So it's a, it's a reminder. 
that God is with us, that we're going to be resurrected. Why do, the, why do we have incorrupts? Why are relics important all that? I mean, not only because of the, the bodies of the saints, but it's reminding we're going to get our bodies back at the end. For weal or for woe. Are we going to be holy or are we going to be damned? It's a reminder to us to be holy, that whatever we suffer is worth it. Whatever we suffer, this is such a short time. Even if we had to live a century, and I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy to live 100 years in this mess, but even if you had to live 100 years, what is that compared to eternity? It's really worth it. And the saints, God leaves the saints, he leaves enough miracles, he leaves things like the man of St. Anne and all that to remind us that he's really with us, that he loves us, that he's in the most blessed sacrament of the altar, but he's still working through his saints, and he'll do that to the end of the world. Pray to St. Andrew to really increase your faith in the Son of God.